Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, my friends, to tonight's Wednesday night. Relax, let go, and be with Charles Shaw. Tonight, love, forgiveness, and change for you. Let's let the music play us in, my friends. Welcome, my friends, to tonight's Relax, Let Go, and Be With Charles show. <laughs> I'm so happy to be with you tonight. We are coming to you at a special time, 9 p.m. here on the West Coast, midnight on the East Coast. And we have a show for you tonight, actually shows, because tonight, my friends, is going to lead into our Friday night spiritual night together here in two days. And before we get into our show, lots of love for you, and I'm going to ask for your forgiveness, because I found out from a few listeners, and some who are also clients, some who are also friends, that I forgot to mention on Friday night show, on Monday night was a design night off, I was taking the night off by design, knew we were going to be off, forgot to mention it on our Friday night show. So some people were wondering and looking, so I asked for your forgiveness about that. It was in my notes, but I did not follow through. And we did take this last Monday off, and being that spring is sprung here on the West Coast, I was doing things like raking the leaves that didn't fall until after the first or second snowfall and doing some of the spring cleanup and and uh, have some really nice weather to do it. And I like doing those sorts of things. Those are some things that bring me some time of, you know, I think, I listen to music, I get into some meditative space, even talk with the plants while I'm working because I had to work around some 
some bushes and I was like, don't worry, I'm not going to break anybody. I'm just going to scoot you over a little bit while I come in here and do a little rake in. I'm going to try to leave you good. <laughs> not, not trying to hurt you, trying to help you. Well, I'll be better when this happens. So, it, and tonight, my friends, before, and it's been another beautiful, a little bit cooler, but beautiful day, and many things happening in the world, many things happening in the worlds of people that I've been working with and mind, body, spirit, friends, and family who are sharing about working through their own inspirations, missions, and struggles to bring to life their missions, experiences, and struggles to bring to life their missions, their inspirations. And often the shows for me are inspired and, and some of my friends and family definitely pick that up. They're like, I know why you did that show. <laughs> because we teach what we most need to learn. What we experience, we want to share with others. And we know that even though we're each a very much unique individual, we also know how much can be gained by sharing our experiences, sharing our healing, sharing our love with each other. And before we dive in tonight, the other thing I forgot to do on Friday, <laughs> just dived right into Fridays. If you didn't listen, it was, you know, it was a very good Friday night spiritual night. Now is the time to be you. And that's where tonight and tomorrow and the Friday night come into play too, helping to bring that you and that all of you into full experience in your life. Into you fully experiencing as much love, joy, and wondrous experience that you can allow yourself to experience in your life. And so we're building on that. But what I forgot to mention last, on Friday too, and a friend mentioned it, he's like, I didn't hear the country. It's funny how people listen and, and catch on to different things. And I didn't, usually on Friday nights and sometimes Friday, but always Friday nights, I try to give a shout out to our top five countries, which are the USA, New Zealand, Canada, and Vietnam, and Australia. <laughs> New Zealand still growing. Our audience in New Zealand has, is, grows every week, very, and, and we love you all. I have asked, and if you're listening in New Zealand, please send an email to relaxletgob at gmail.com and send our show's description with a version of your national anthem that we can play on the air. It's such a beautiful national anthem. So I'm challenging New Zealand listener, you've got a recording of that, of your national anthem that I can share with the world. I will do it. Send it to me. Uh, just, uh, just out of our top five are, are Egypt and the UK. So I want to give a shout out to them too. I have some friends that say, have you noticed more listeners in the UK? I've been telling some people, my friends have been telling people, yes, we've definitely noticed more listeners in the UK uh, over the last few weeks as well. And my friends, we've been on a journey together. And I do want to point out before we jump fully in that we had a couple shows, our show on Wednesday the 12th and our show on Wednesday the 5th was a very different types of show for what we do. And some friends and family came to me of a beautiful human who had truly a mysterious disappearance and death and there are friends and family and investigators who've been working with it and they asked me to share it with all of you for two reasons for those that might want to be involved 
in helping in that investigation for those that might live in the areas where they may have some true things that they saw or heard or know about, as well as they were reaching out to all of the spiritual people out there that are mind, body, spirit, that might have spiritual gifts to share what you may have, what you might experience by connecting to that story. And it was uh, for the love of Ian, part one and two. If you have not listened, please listen, please share. And if you become inspired or have a vision or have some spiritual gifts or insights, they welcome them. You can send them to our email and we will share them with them. We've had people already that have shared some information and connected. Uh, so we welcome that. And, and I, I'm going to mention it a few more times because I really want people to look at that show's description. There's a link there where you can go and read an entire investigation in our second episode in our part two. The investigator shared that if there are those out there that have particular talents or abilities that can be helpful in the investigation, that there's a second part to that investigation that he's willing to share with them as well. So please take a moment for that. There's, it will bring closure to friends and family and justice for Ian. And we want to make sure that if you haven't, please listen and please share. And when you do listen, be in that mind-body-spirit space where you can kind of become inspired for how you might be able to help or people that in your life that you know may be able to help with that. That would be awesome and well appreciated by myself as well as the investigator and the friends and family that are part and are part and were part of Ian's life. So tonight, my friends, love, forgiveness, and change for you. Because last Friday we talked about now is the time to be you. For all of us, now is the time to be you. Now is the time to be who we are. And to bring to life our inspirations, to bring to life our knowledge and wisdom and connection to our living planet and our fellow human beings. And to stand up for those who need it the most in the moment they need it. And to allow ourselves to be connected to all of the different possibilities, all of the different possibilities that we can create in our lives. And there's so many forces out there. And in, in, in some of our earlier Friday night spiritualized, we talked about love and light versus hate and judgment and we and then how impacted every one of our worlds is by the hate and judgment that surrounds our world and then impacts us all how impacted as an entire world we are coming out of the covid pandemic and all the changes that that made to our lives because tonight love forgiveness and change as humans we aren't creatures of change. We are creatures of wanting it the same way, whatever that is. And then even if we know that change could support us and change should be great for us, it takes some moves. It takes some effort. It takes some motivation. And then when you're forced into change, which is what happened to all of us in this past throughout the pandemic in many different ways, we were forced to make change in the way we visited and the way we did things. And, and, you know, 
to, in order to try to save and, and ourselves and our as many of our fellow humans as we could. And that impacted each one of us. And it's true as we're coming out and things are releasing and we're starting to experience life, everyone I knew was feeling like coming into this year, things were, there was a change of foot, things were happening, things were going to be a little bit different. We were able to expand, we were able to reconnect, we were able to maybe be, begin to bring some of our visions to life. Love, forgiveness, and change. And for many, even though we were happy that we could break out of these shells, then came, you know, the flu, and then came RSV when you lived up here in the Northwest, and then came other things. So then we retracted a little more. And for many people, many businesses, many associations, many friends and family, the connection through things like video and work from home and connecting to each other on one hand, was really good because we maybe connected with each other in a different way and checked in with each other, and and then now that's become the habit. We have to change. <laughs> we have to go wait. It can be easy to stay home and do all these things, but I also need to reach out and start experiencing in person and connecting and having gatherings and participating in gatherings because that's healthy and it's good. And for many people... This was a time that brought on a lot of depression. We saw suicide rates around the world go through the roof when people were isolated from each other. One thing we talked about on the show so much, and it's so true, and it's the core, know this, believe this, experience this, every human comes from their own perception based on their experience, based on their awareness. Every single one of us. The more aware we are and the more we love ourselves and we love our fellow humans, and when that's healthy in both ways, it's automatic. When you love yourself, you do love your fellow humans. We can have an awareness. We can have a compassionate awareness to those around us and what they may be going through. We're still going to come from our perception. wired to come from our perception based on our experiences. And tonight is love, forgiveness, and change for you because it starts with each one of us individually. On Friday night, we're going to talk about love, forgiveness, and change for your world, how to bring it into your relationships, your family, your workplace, your community groups. But it has to start with you. And we're all human. Whether you study mind, body, spirit, and you meditate all the time, and you're fully aware and connected to your spiritual gifts, and and you have enhanced your connection to your spiritual self, you're still at best, at best, 20 to 30% spirit if you've allowed that awareness of spirit to fully grow. No matter how connected to spirit you are, you're still that spirit, that consciousness is connected to your mind and your body. And you and each of us is living on this third dimensional planet 
where our human bodies are experiencing the good, the bad, the indifferent, the inspired, the hurting, the healing, the struggling, the successes, right here, right now, is our mind and bodies. And today we're focusing on you, on your mind, on your body, on your spirit. And on you, we talk about it so much, but really loving yourself. And it's easy to say, yeah, I love myself. I'm cool. I'm all right. And when I say I love myself, I say it in a healthy way. But also I can tell you, because I had a friend of mine when I was, we've had different shows and they've said, you know, but what about, what about the megalomaniacs or what about the people that, you know, love themselves and then want to go hurt everybody, etc. They don't. They don't love themselves. It's why they overcompensate. It's why they make everything about them because they think if it's not, they need validation from everybody else that they're okay because they don't feel okay. Or they have so much hate for themselves in their own life and have turned that hate into a hate of everyone around them because love and hate work the same way. If I hate myself and I hate what's happening, I'm pretty soon going to hate everyone around me, and I'm probably going to blame them all for my hate or for my situation or my struggle. And if I love myself, truly love myself, and I'm this beautiful mind, body, and spirit, and I'm part of this creation, and I'm living on this planet and experiencing all of these things, and so is everyone else. So you, you can love others without being in love with others. <laughs> you can express love and compassion to someone who's having a hard day that you don't know at all. Someone today said to me, I, I did a session and then I did a Went and did kind of a house blessing. The house was actually had some really good energy flowing through it, but we added to that. And one of the best compliments the person said to me was, wow, you just have such a calming presence. Love, forgiveness, and change starts with each one of us individually. And we come from our own perception. But make no mistake about it. The other core truth is that Our energy, our experience, our decisions to be mad, sad, or glad, to be spreading love or hate, we we influence each other greatly, (laughs) enormously. Again, strangers to those closest to you. And it's usually those closest to you that can have the biggest impact, right? But not always and not exclusively. You can be in a store and see somebody throwing a fit and getting so upset or somebody very frustrated and and feed into that frustration or that fit or take on something that's not yours or diffuse the situation. Allow your energy, your patience. I can't tell you how often someone in front of me has been struggling to get things paid or 
handle what their payment's going to be or something's not quite working right. And, you know, go, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And, you know, and there are sometimes people that are frustrated and looking at the watch and tapping on the table <laughs> and the, you know, the conveyor. Or you can just relax and you say, no problem. I've been there too. Take your time. Not in a hurry. Even if you are in a hurry, you're not in a hurry. How do you know? How do you know the universe doesn't have that older lady in front of you struggling to figure out how to pay her bill so that you are going to run a few minutes late and miss some accident down the street? A lot of things are connected. A lot of ways we interconnect in our lives. Love, forgiveness, and change for you. So you have to first love yourself. You have to be happy and joyful and peaceful to have happy, joyful, and peaceful energies going on. And we're all, no matter how mind, body, spirit you are, no matter how spiritual, no matter how much in the flow of love, we all have our moments of mad, sad, and glad. We all have our moments of being human. Where we're too tired or too hungry. I like to do, you know, hangry, right? You've waited so long to eat, but by the time you eat, you're ready to eat the person next to you. <laughs> you don't get food in you soon. We all have moments that we are human, and we act in certain ways, and that's where love, forgiveness, and change comes into play so strongly in our relationships. But before we can experience and convey and live in that with those around us, we have to be living it inside of us. When the words are quiet and it's just you, 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 you know, me, myself, and I, do you truly love yourself for how far you've come, for how much you've healed, for how much you still have to experience in this life. And how mentally and physically capable you are of allowing that experience. Now loving yourself and loving your life doesn't mean that everything stays, if everything stays exactly the same in this moment, nothing changes. <laughs> no. Loving yourself through the struggle through bringing those inspirations into manifestation. Love yourself enough to truly forgive yourself for the times that you made decisions while hurting, being broken, I'm putting broken in quotes here, or ignorant. You just didn't know better yet. <laughs> Or for the times that you were human and you were being mad, sad, or glad, and you were reacting from your previous experiences or in your way of being angry. And we talked about that in some of our earlier episodes about working with anger. But as humans, we often might say or do something. And have you ever noticed that the most forgiving people to watch work through things are toddlers? Especially, you know, I've got grandbaby toddlers now, but I've had baby toddlers. If toddlers will move, will move through mad, sad, and glad before you can, before you can realize it's happened. And they don't carry it around. They were mad about 
their brother pulling that toy away two hours ago right now that's not even in their consciousness. That happened. They got mad. Something went down. It's over. Now they're over here and they're coloring and they're happy because <laughs> they moved through it. The problem for us as humans as we get older and we start working in these mind and body and this consciousness that for many of us, we may to ourselves say, you know, I've got some hurt. I've got some time when my consciousness, my life, my feelings were really hurt. Or worse, there was abuse physically, mentally, sexually, and I was really hurt. And then we have this feeling of ourselves of being broken. We're broken. I hear that a lot. I've heard it from clients. I've heard it from friends. I'm broken. Can you help fix me? (laughs) Okay. Yes. And yet, if you're feeling broken, let's let's work on knowing that, number one, you're not broken. (laughs) You might be hurting. You might be going through some struggle. You might have some frustration. You may have made some poor choices in your life. You're not broken. You're still this whole amazing being that might need some healing and might need some awareness and might welcome some change to bring about clarity in your life, but you're not broken. And if, and if you think you're broken, you're already taking yourself down a certain rabbit hole you don't want to go down. What we take in or take on in our lives, either ourselves or for others, is really 100% up to us. It doesn't always feel that. Often we can feel our mind in the past, thinking, well, if I'd done that different, if I'd only done this, oh my gosh, when I made that decision. And it can be for a variety of reasons. I know many, many, many victims of abuse that will blame themselves for what went down. Doesn't matter how old they were, doesn't matter that they weren't the one in control or the one doing the abuse, then that becomes part of the pattern. If I'd have made these different choices, Maybe this thing wouldn't have happened. If I'd have walked down that street or the other, if I'd have waited for the bus that day, if I'd have, if I'd have known now, and I hear that so much too, if I'd have known then what I know now, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't know then what you know now. And if you're living in the past, you're often stopping yourself from any movement in the future or really enjoying the now. Because you're so concerned about the choices that you made and maybe you could have done differently and then that bleeds into the now and you think well if I do this you know the smarter you are the more that you can you can create a reality where you talk yourself into things and then right back out of them where you spend so much time angsting over decision of whether I should do this or whether I should do that or whether I do this so how am I be here and maybe if I did that but no wait what if I did this instead moments passing by days weeks months years depending on the decision you're juggling judgment works both ways we judge ourselves for the decisions we made in the past we judge ourselves on our capability of experiencing and making the changes we need in the future. And we judge ourselves right out of enjoying the moment. Being, you know, all the things, be in the moment, be present in the moment, live for the moment. Yes, yes, yes. Easier said than done. (laughs) But we can do it. 
Love, forgiveness, and change. Loving yourself. Loving that you are still standing. You're still breathing. You're still present. And even if in this moment as we're speaking and you're hearing my voice, you know that, wow, Charles, you don't know. And I've heard heard people say, but you don't know what choices I made or you don't know what roads I went down. And often when we choose things like addiction, like suicide attempts or success or hurting other people, It's because of the degree that we're hurting. It's because when we get silent, we're not hearing a voice of love. We're hearing a voice of judgment. We're hearing a voice letting us know how much we effed up the past and how much we're going to eff up the future, that we don't deserve it, or that maybe in a case of abuse, you did deserve it. Love, forgiveness, and change. Loving yourself and loving on yourself, loving on all the parts of yourself. Loving yourself from the time you were a baby to where you are now. And if there were parts of yourself in your life, in your experience, where you were abused, where you were hurt, where you suffered trauma, and there can be many different scenarios, not all of it's abuse. You were in a horrible accident. You lost somebody really close to you. You went through an incredible physical struggle. I know people that have lost arms, lost legs. And one story that I share, and I share it with his permission, (laughs) he was sharing it. When I said, I want to share your story, he was sharing it then to a group of people was an individual that talked about his life and how he had spent nearly 40 years of his life running from pain and trauma. And instead, inflicting as much pain and trauma on other people's lives, he became this big real estate dude and and was full of greed Never was enough money enough. Never was enough servitude. And those were his words. You know, he thought the people that rented house to him, the people that did these things, everyone was down here. He was up here, except he constantly needed everyone to tell him how much up here. And the money made him feel up there, but not really. He hated himself. He hated his life. And then there became a point when he became aware, wow, his words, I'm freaking asshole. There's no one in my life that cares about me because I don't even care about myself and I certainly don't care about anybody else. And he went on a drive and on this drive he was screaming and hollering in the car. I think we've always, I don't know if we've all done that. I certainly have. (laughs) Sometimes to music, sometimes getting stuff out. And he was getting stuff out, but he was getting angrier and angrier, madder and madder about everything in his life that just didn't add up and he couldn't take any more. And then his words, he lifted up his fist and he said, God, 
If you don't do something now, I'm going to drive this car off the road and kill myself. Do something now. His car flipped. Now, if he'd driven off the road, there was a cliff there, and he could have driven off the road, and that would have been the end. Instead, he doesn't even know why. What, his tire hit something, something weird. His car actually just kind of did this flip, and about 15 to 20 feet before he would have just gone off the ravine, it just rolled slightly, got caught on some trees. In the accident, he lost his legs. And he said, laying there, realizing because of what had happened when the car had flipped and the things that happened, he knew already things were bad as far as his legs went. And he knew that he was also probably going to need some help soon, or maybe this was the end, but he said even in that moment, he knew it wasn't the end. He just started sobbing. And he said, I'm not saying that it had to happen that way. I'm not saying that God flipped over the car and made me lose my leg. Or it could have been my own soul, my own spirit, my own guiding angel going, nope, you're not going to dive off the mountain, but you are going to get that change you wanted. And becoming disabled, put that in quotes too, but becoming physically challenged because he didn't have legs at a time, this was back years and years ago, this was back in the 70s. So we didn't have all the technologies we do now. But within days, his life changed. His perspective on life changed. Being someone that was suddenly dependent on others to help him and having to totally change the way that he experienced his life and then realizing all the different places he went, given the time too, this was when things were just barely getting started as far as accommodating disabilities or wheelchairs or ramps or any of those sorts of things. By his own perception perception he was now one of those undesirable servants don't matter people's doesn't matter how much money he had but more than that in that moment his heart changed and he realized that ultimately he's the one that crashed the car He's the one that crashed it early. Even if it was a spiritual, you know, you talk about all the different things. And he says, I realized I could have made a decision to just change my life <laughs> without necessarily crashing a car and losing my legs. But I can't change that. What I can say is that moment changed my life and it gave me the realization that what my life was about is truly being happy and in love and healed in myself and spreading as much of that happiness, as much of that wealth. He was still in the process, you know, he, of, of reversing everything. He looked people up that he knew he had wronged because he knew it. He knew where, how he was acting or what he did. And so he literally was making it a lifetime of asking for forgiveness and going back to those people that he had wronged in some way 
not just with words, but in his case, because of his finances financially. You know what I mean? I kind of screwed you in this deal or I did that. And I want to be different. But his big realization was that I can't live in the what ifs. What if I had just changed? What if I hadn't turned? What if I hadn't gotten so angry and jumped the car? What if, you know, what if I, and because he, he goes, then if you want to, what if it, what if I'd gone 50 more feet and I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you now? So you have to let go and say, you know what? I forgive myself, but I'm also going to change. Because we can love ourselves, we can heal ourselves. We can choose to forgive ourselves for being human, forgive ourselves for the things we couldn't control that had impacts on our lives that took time to heal, like trauma, like hurt, like abuse. Forgive ourselves for the moments that we know we weren't at our best. But what brings the love, what brings the joy, what brings the wondrous experience and change in your life is moving forward from that love and forgiveness into the change. What do I need to change? What do I need to add and delete from my routine? What brings me joy and inspiration and energy? What are the things that are bringing me stress and bringing me down and sapping my strength? What's lifting me up? What's pulling me down? And being that brave human that we all have to be to embrace and welcome that change. To say, I love myself, I'm going to forgive myself, and I'm going to allow myself to change. And that change comes by truly letting go. There's a reason why the show says relax, let go, be. Because you have to relax your mind and body to even begin to be able to let go. You have to relax your mind and body to even begin to let go. If you're tense, if you're stressed, if you're frustrated, if you're angry, and you're feeding it, You're not letting go. That's the opposite of letting go. And you're not going to be able to totally let go unless you approach that place of relaxation and peace. And then from that space, from that experience, move into the letting go. And part of letting go is forgiveness. Probably the biggest part. Forgiving yourself for all the times that you judged yourself. Forgiving yourself for all the times that you took on more than you could, forgiving yourself for the times that you allowed yourself to stay stuck, forgiving yourself for the choices you may have made that you found didn't bring goodness in your life, but spiraled your life, and welcoming change. Letting go of the fear and judgment so that that space in your mind, in your heart, in your body is free, is open is available. Let go, hang on to the negativity, to the judgment, to the fear, to the hurt. That's where you live. Not because you're being punished, because you chose it. That's why awareness is so brilliant. 
because awareness allows you to to experience the choice. And as someone shared with me just earlier this week, it's and, and again today, I just have a few, t- few people I've been working with in different ways have shared what I know myself is that it can be scary and there can be a lot of fear and judgment about seeking the help you need to heal. There can be fear about going through the healing process. Even if you know on the other end it's going to be amazing. It's still a process. You're still going to go through some emotions. And you have, and then it comes again to the letting go. Can you let it go? Most people, given a, a little bit of intention and a little bit of time, can, get, can relax their mind and body. Step one is kind of the easiest step. Choosing to make it can take a minute. But once you do it, you're like, okay, yeah, relax the mind and body. That's a good thing. That's a great thing. I love that. Letting go, <clears throat> however, is something that is humans that can become a battle. We want to let it go, but we don't quite let it go. We say we're letting it go, but three days later we bring it up again <laughs> to ourselves or to others. We're focusing on the you part, but if you do it to yourself, you do it to others too. Oh, good, I'm fine, except I'm not, and you'll hear about it later. And we do that, if you're doing that to someone else, you're doing it to yourself. We don't want to let go. We can, in a spiritual aware moment, say, I get it. I get it, Charles. I'm on board. Yep, I want to let it go. No, no, I'm not going to let it go. I'm going to keep thinking about it. I'm going to keep rolling around in my mind. I'm going to keep resonating on this anger or this frustration. And communication and knowing that our own mood and our own energy sets the tone for our life and it sets the tone for any of those around us, we have free choice. And communication with others starts with communication with yourself, honesty with yourself, connection and awareness to yourself. Am I okay? Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm struggling in some ways, and I do have some real hurt in here that I need to heal. And I've been afraid to say it. I've been afraid to own it. I've been afraid of what the healing process might be. I've been afraid because there are people out there that if I said, you know what, I'm going through some healing. I'm getting some hypnotherapy. I'm doing some counseling. I'm going to get some spiritual healing so that I can let go of this trauma in my life or this hurt. And it's not by mistake, and we talked about that with hate and judgment versus love and light. It's not by mistake that hate and judgment and negativity are also negative to all the things that can make it so much easier for you to be healed and be all of who you want to be. They don't want you to do that. They want you to stay hurt. They want your light to go out. They want you to judge yourself, to talk yourself out of everything that you could possibly be experiencing and loving and find joyful in your life. Letting go. And for, love and forgiveness is about letting go. It's about saying, truly, I forgive myself. I, I had moments I made poor decisions. I had moments 
where I reacted poorly. And then when you're more aware and you're more in the flow and love of light, you're still human. Then when you have moments where you realize you quickly, and my partner and I are great at it, you quickly catch something and go, nope, <laughs> what is this really about? What's really happening here? And we can own it in that moment. And I can say, you know what? Nothing to do with anybody else. I'm snappy, I'm grumpy, I'm frustrated, but you know who I'm snappy and frustrated, grumpy and frustrated the most with? Me. And I want everybody else to feel it come from our perception. We come from our perception. It's why it's such a win, win, win when we heal ourselves and we're in the flow of Lama Light and we really experience forgiveness and letting go because wow, this is amazing. And then it changes the way we act to those around us and the way that we communicate and the way our family flows and our friends flow. And, we, and we'll talk about that on Friday, how to take those steps in your life. And then that's a win-win-win. Everyone wins. Because then those of us, I might not be in your daily life. I might not see every day. I might not have breakfast with you and dinner with you and tuck the kids in bed with you. But you know what? When you and your friends and your family and your community are flowing with love and light, are flowing with inspiration, are loving yourselves and each other, I win too. Because your talents, your inspirations, your missions come to life and join with mine and so many around the world. And that's the only way the world wins. It starts with each one of us individually making that choice to not just in words welcome love into my life, to truly love yourself. And and by loving yourself, when we talked about it a, a few weeks ago when, when we did the inner child episode, and how how powerful it is to go back and love on the parts of yourself that experience maybe some of that trauma or experience some of that disconnect or experience some of that judgment or conditioning or programming that programmed in the fear and judgment, that programmed in feeling less than or broken if you didn't do this or do that or make this thing or that, if you weren't that high, that short, that lie, that Wait that much. <laughs> All the different things. You know, you weren't, didn't get straight A's and everything. You weren't the best athlete. You know, one friend of mine used to say, and he was a racer. He was a race car driver. He's like, for every race, you have to love to race. Because every race, whether there's 16 drivers or 100 drivers, one driver's going to win, one driver's going to finish last. If you don't love racing, you will not it's for the love of the race. And then times you're going to win that trophy, and at times you're not, but you love the race. You did better than the last time. I know a lot of people and myself used to be a distance runner. And you knew when you were distance running with hundreds of people, or thousands of people, you were not, you know, you might come into the day thinking you were going to finish first. <laughs> but then you would know right away, well, this person's a little built. This person's got a better stride. This person's going to distance better. I can do better than I did last time. I can enjoy this experience. And when I did enjoy my running, I love my running. I love getting up in the morning and doing my running. I love doing the, the races. And then we used to do these 25-mile or 50-mile bike hikes where we go 25 miles, have lunch, then come back 25 miles, enjoy the entire experience. 
I'm a competitive person. So there was that part of me that as a race, you know, given my, one of the bike hike things we're doing in certain ages. But I'll tell you this, for as competitive as me and my friends were, and we did this 50-mile bike hike together, we had a friend of ours who at our encouragement was, was, had built himself up to being able to do it, and it was the very first one, and he was struggling with weight. He had medical conditions that caused that struggle. So he had to go a little bit slower, and he had to take a few more breaks. And we decided the morning of, in talking amongst ourselves, we said, you know what? Now just throw in a name. This is Skippy's race. We're going to enjoy the race. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have fun at our lunch. We were on the lake. We kids so we went swimming you know we our little break was a couple hours and then we came back and we purposely broke took a little break every time skippy took a break and we'd get a little ahead here and there but then we pull over and have our water and have a little potty break <laughs> wait for skippy to catch up and as the day went on we kept feeling better and better about that decision and we even talked about how if this were normally the last quarter of the last, you know, three to five miles of the race, we, between the three of us, we had like a little group of best friends there, we would have been, put it bluntly, shit-talking each other, <laughs> politicking, making excuses, and fighting hard because one of us was going to win that thing. And that was one experience, and it was great, and we enjoyed it. However, on that particular day, and it takes a day to bike 25 miles and bike that. On that particular day, we talking amongst ourselves one time when we were waiting for Skippy to check to catch up. We talked about how much better we all felt, and we even had some forgiveness conversation between the three of us about, you know what? I don't know why normally we're so crazy about this. We should just enjoy it. We should, why, why are we, you know, like, we had some hugs between teenage boys that in, in doing something for a friend, realizing maybe we've been missing the whole point of these bike hikes to begin with. And now we were getting to enjoy it and how awesome that was. And Skippy won that race. But you know what? We all won the day. Loving yourself means you love others the same. Forgiveness, I love it, and I've I've said it before, it's one of the most beautiful, simple, and profound statements. To know everything is to forgive everything. And it doesn't mean, and I've said that before, it doesn't mean if you're in an abusive situation, continue to be abused. If you're in a situation where nothing around you is supporting you, but it's all pulling you down and hurting you, mentally, physically, or spiritually, or sexually, then my friend, that change is important and love yourself enough and forgive yourself enough to make the change that you need to make. Love yourself enough to forgive yourself for making the choice to be in that situation 
where certain things happen and and I hear it all the time from people that are in abusive relationships that they go from one abusive relationship to the next to the next until they decide to change. And that change can come inside the relationship or that change can come outside the relationship. If you love yourself and forgive yourself, you'll know the answer. And so will your partner or friends or family. And sometimes change means having the bravery and the strength and the motivation to change the things in your life that are causing you hurt, that are bringing you down, that aren't flowing in your flow of love and light, and that just doesn't fit, it just doesn't work. And it doesn't mean you have to throw everybody out, because what we're going to talk about on Friday is how to bring that love, forgiveness, and change into that dynamic of relationship, into that dynamic of family, into that dynamic of work or community. And certainly, it's a two-way street. It takes participation. So if you see a lot of dysfunction and a lot of hate and a lot of judgment, a lot of nonsense going on at work, and I've been a, I've worked many times on management contracts where I go into businesses and help them to bring a change and not just a change in mind, body, and spirit, but a change in profitability, a change in customer experience, a change in employee experience, change in management experience, because it, it creates a whole different way of being. And it's, again, a win-win-win. Everybody wins. But you might be at a place where you try to come in with love and light, and you try to realize what can help, and they don't want anything to do with that. That's okay. You can make a change. <laughs> Maybe you can create your own place that welcomes and celebrates and loves on your employees so that they welcome and celebrate and love on the customers or the product they're making. Love, forgiveness, and change. First, we have to love ourselves. Secondly, we have to forgive ourselves. And thirdly, we have to welcome the change that comes from that experience. Because when you love on yourself and you, that love heals the parts of you that are hurting and you go back, what we talked about in the inner child work or the, however you want to put it, you love on all the parts of yourself. You remind yourself at the times that you're going through hurt or remembering trauma, how far you've come in your healing process, how far you've come to pass that time when you were suffering that trauma or that moment. Of those that abuse, how much you've healed, how much you your healing has helped heal those around you, has helped change, has helped swing the pendulum the other way in your own life. You may not be a hundred percent there. Some it argue arguably maybe when we I have a friend that used to say when you when you're a hundred percent there, then you then lights out and you go on to the next life. <laughs> you completed the game. It's all a process. But don't judge yourself, well, I'm not far enough along. Well, I haven't done enough of that. Well, I, you know, there was this hurt that I caught. Don't live in the past. Don't live in the future. Live in and celebrate the moment. Love yourself enough to enjoy this moment. Forgive yourself and release yourself of any judgment, past or future. Because you know how far you've come. And you know how much you still have to experience. And you know that this moment 
creates the next. That if I use this moment to love and forgive and welcome change, the next moment contains that change. And maybe that is a change to your routine. Maybe that is a change for yourself, mind, body, and spirit. I'm going to eat a little differently. I'm going to give myself a little bit more time so that something happens last minute. I'm not frustrated. You got plenty of time. And I say that being someone that used to be run into the last minute or a few minutes late all the time. Then I had an awareness and a change. And I realized how much better it was if you were running a little bit ahead. Or if something starts, if life and, and changes start to change that time frame, also then it, and it's unavoidable, then, then let go of that frustration, let go of any struggle and just move through it and let the timing be perfect. But anytime I give myself more time than I need, I end up in a beautiful space. Anytime that I give myself just enough time with no room for anything else to happen, different experience. Love, forgiveness, and change. Years ago, one of my partners at Transformation Associates, and I don't think he coined it. I've heard it said many times, but it used to be something that he would repeat to me at different points when we were working on different things and to build our company together. And he said, the definition of sanity is knowing differently, but then repeating the same pattern. And you do it again, the cycle happens. And you go, oh my gosh, I'm so frustrated. I know this, I'm not gonna do it again. Oh my gosh, I just did it. And in our training for hypnotherapy, we had amazing stories. And that's what we're going to end on tonight before we go into our meditation tonight. And then we'll be back Friday to take this one even deeper and even more into how you can bring that love, forgiveness, and change your world. And I'm going to paraphrase it, and it's out there. As I'm walking down the street, I fall into a hole. I'm lost, dark, cold, I'm in a hole. I walk down the street, I see the hole, I fall into the hole. I'm lost, I'm dark, except now I know where I'm at. I've been here before. I walk down the street, I see the hole, I know what's coming, and I fall into the hole. Now the hole's a little more comforting, a little more aware. I know I'm in the hole, it's still dark, it's still cold. I know how I got here. I know what it feels like to be here. I walk down the street, I see the hole, I look at it, I fall into the hole. Really aware of where I'm at now, fully know it, lived it. Many more time in the hole than walking down the street. I think I've experienced everything in this hole I can possibly experience. I'm walking down the street, I see the hole, I walk around it. something totally new. We're humans. We've fallen into many holes. <laughs> part of being human. Part of having free choice. We're creatures of habit, so whatever the habit is, it's going to be easier to repeat it. It's going to be easier to fall into the hole. We know the hole. The hole almost feel safe or comfortable because we know the whole. 
We become aware that we want to go beyond the whole, but the whole is what we know. That a welcome change. Got to bravely, knowingly, and with intent walk around the hole. Create a new experience. Let go of the hole. You've experienced everything that the hole has to offer. You're really aware of it. Walk around the hole. Love yourself. Forgive yourself. Welcome change. Before we go into tonight's meditation, I've got to say lots of love to Elizabeth DeFreyas and her beautiful music that we listen to on this show. And if you find relaxation and connection and peace and inspiration and meditation through this beautiful music, know that you can go to heartsoundsbyelizabeth.com and listen to her music whenever you need it. Maybe you're in the middle of the day and you're like, oh my gosh, Charles, right now, yep, hit the button on your phone, go to heartsoundsbyelizabeth.com, listen to some relaxing music, reset yourself, refresh yourself, reconnect with yourself. You can also listen to her music on many streaming platforms. Just put her name in and see what they've got for you for a beautiful meditation and relaxation. My friends, we also need you. We are listener supported. You don't hear any advertising during the show and you won't. We talk about Elizabeth and her music because she allows us to share it and she's allowed me to use it throughout my mind, body, spirit career. And we have these moments where we ask you that if we're bringing meditation and spiritual growth and awareness and experience to your life and you're enjoying it and it's, it's nice for you and it's bringing goodness for you and it's bringing some awareness and love and light and connection and forgiveness and change in your life as you can and as it fits for you, my friends, please think about making a one-time donation or an ongoing donation to our show. You can do that by going to relaxletgobe at gmail.com and saying, Charles, I want to do a one-time donation, or Charles, I want to become a monthly supporter of the show, and here's what I can do. We give you all the info. If you've been listening to the show and listening to the experiences and enjoying what we do, and you're feeling or being guided, and, you're, and, and your soul is saying, you know what, reach out, I do work one-on-one with people, 90-minute to two-hour sessions where we talk and share with each other, and then we have a guided meditation experience, spiritual experience that's just for you. And I allow everyone to do two, to do three things, honestly. I'm going to say two, but it it is three. One, you can record it so that you can use it again and again and again. Two, you can invite friends and family to be part of that experience with you. And three, if you purchase a session package, a package of sessions, excuse me, easy for me to say, then you can share those sessions with anyone that you choose, friends or family. And those that support through the private sessions are well aware that their support supports the entire mission of experiencing your past. Experience your past. 
because each one of our paths is different. But I, through my mission and vision, want to bring to life for you is the experience that then you can experience and you can take that experience, take that tool, take that meditation and experience what you need for the moment where it guides you for healing and change in your life. What inspiration and wisdom and motivation it brings to you is going to be wonderful and beautiful for you. And we have many different types of experiences, knowing maybe some will resonate really closely and others you'll be like, oh, that one's not quite for me, but maybe my other friend or family member would really enjoy that one. Experience your path. And part of my whole life mission for myself, once we become healed, once we realize all along that we were whole, that we were never broken, that sure we had some hurt, sure we're humans, we go through the days, we have our good days and our good days, bad days, our good days and our bad moments. We have our moments that we feel so much in the flow and so much in the love and so much in the inspiration that we almost you think that the joy is going to burst us. We have other moments when we feel so lost and so stressed and so frustrated and so judged and that judgment no matter where it comes from programming unintentionally from others in our lives intentionally by forces of hate and even no matter where it comes from once we once we take it on and take it in then we're dealing with it we're struggling with it And then when we reach that point of awareness and love and connection, we end up even judging ourselves in that moment, saying, oh my gosh, I knew all this. Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Why couldn't I have done that? Shh, doesn't matter. You're here now. And the more you allow yourself awareness and connection and reset and refresh and re-inspire, The more you allow yourself to truly relax, to truly let go, the more that you just naturally become all of who you are. When you make the intention that I'm letting go of the fear, I'm letting go of the judgment, I'm letting go of the hurt, I'm letting go of the trauma, I'm going to heal it, I'm going to work through it. I'm not going to let what somebody else did or what happened to me by accident or happenstance or what happened to me by poor choice define the rest of my life. I'm going to become aware and grow from my experience. I'm going to welcome the change in my life that I need to experience everything that I came here to experience. I'm going to truly welcome as much love and joy and wondrous experience as I can into my life. And I know that the greatest thing that I can do to welcome that love, to welcome that joy, to welcome that wondrous experience is to let go of the fears and judgment. To let go of the hurt let go of the negative self-talk and welcome the peace and the inspiration and the wisdom. 
let go of the judgment. Let go of the fear. Truly allow yourself in the deepest way that you can to experience forgiving yourself. In the past, you didn't know better. In the future, hasn't happened yet. In this moment, you choose to let go. In this moment, you choose to love all of the yous. To love the child, teenager, to love the part of you that has brought you inspiration, the part of you that has brought you healing, to love and welcome and heal all the parts of yourself, to love and welcome any part of yourself that feels stressed that feels anxiety, that feels judgment, to let go. Allow yourself to connect deeply with your own mind, your own consciousness in this moment. And allow yourself as the combined I to say to yourself, we can let go. We can let go of the judgment. We can let go of the hurts and the trauma and allow the healing. We can allow ourselves just for a few moments to be in the flow of that beautiful energy of love and peace. That beautiful, relaxing life that flows through our mind and body, it's always there. There's breath coming into your body. There's light coming into your mind and body. Allow yourself to let go of any of the tension, the stress, the frustration. Allow yourself in this moment to just be in the flow of this amazing love. To reach deep inside yourself to any part that feels hurt or judged. To go to the parts of your consciousness, the parts of your mind, the parts of you. just need some love, some compassion, some healing. In this moment, allow yourself to sense and feel and be in the flow of forgiveness. 
to allow that forgiveness to flow into every part of your consciousness. Begin to sense and feel and be aware of the beautiful, inspired, and whole mind, body, and spirit that you are. Allowing yourself to sense and feel as the stress, the anxiety, the judgment flows out of your body. That you find yourself filling with this love, this inspiration, this peace. It's time to let it all go. All the negativity, all the frustration all the judgment. Allow yourself to sense and feel and in this moment focus on the love. The love that your soul, that your consciousness, that your collective one feels for all of who you are. Allow this moment to be the moment of awareness, a moment of healing, a moment of inspiration. frustrations and fears and judgments melt away. You can allow yourself to become more and more connected, more and more aware of your inspiration, of how much you still have to experience in this beautiful world. of how much your mind and your body and your spirit crave to bring your inspirations, your wisdoms, your talent to life. And allow yourself in this moment to be in the flow of those inspiration, the flow of new wisdom, flow of strength,
Allow yourself just for a few moments to connect deeply with your inspiration, with your wisdom and motivation, to sense and feel and welcome the awareness to the beautiful change that you can allow in your life. Beautiful change that you can allow for yourself. The waves and inspirations and motivations and strength for you to welcome. For you to welcome. much love, joy, and wondrous experiences as you can allow, as you can allow. Your moment for strength, for clarity, for energy. Your moment for peace, love, and compassion. For every part of who you are. For everything that makes you unique and beautiful and blessed. struggle overcome, for every hurt healed, for every judgment forgiven.
allowing your connection to soul, your connection to earth, to grow even stronger, even more present in your conscious awareness in this moment. Allowing you to feel and sense and be in the flow of healing, in the flow of forgiveness, in the flow of change. Change in the way you're going to love on yourself. Change in the way that you're going to forgive yourself. Change in the way that you're going to let go. Truly allow your mind and body, every cell, every thought, every muscle, to let go. Let go of the fear. Let go of the judgment. Let go of the hurt. Welcome and allow yourself to go deeper and deeper, easier and easier to the very center, the very core of your consciousness, the very center of your awareness, the source of this beautiful energy, the very center of your soul, of your awareness, of your consciousness. From this wondrous and amazing place, allow yourself to sense and feel, to experience the love, to experience the forgiveness, to experience the inspiration, to experience the love, to experience the forgiveness. To experience inspiration. Allowing your soul, your consciousness, your awareness to bring you into a place of wisdom and inspiration in knowing the beautiful change. the awesome flow and the wondrous experience flowing into your awareness flowing into your peace flowing into your life this is your moment of peace your moment of awareness, your moment of healing, allowing a flow of inspiration, a flow of motivation, a flow of healing into all of who you are.
for a few moments, just letting go and allowing the flow, allowing the love, allowing the inspiration, your soul, your consciousness, the deepest parts of you have a message of love, the message of healing, the message of empowerment. Welcoming that message. Welcoming that love. Welcoming that healing. I love you, my friend. Enjoy your deep, beautiful, inspired inspiration.